Greetings, fellow gaming enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of the Carnival of Randomness, your weekly inoculation of reality and antidote for nerd culture. Sticking around with us from last week, Tommy's still here. Hi, Tommy. Hey! And once again, joined by my ever-faithful companion, Rob. Hello. And today, we're going to be discussing gaming. So, it's table gaming, board gaming... Card gaming, video gaming. Online gaming. Online gaming, any type of game. Drinking games. Not we've, the Hunger Games, though. Well, maybe. We've either played it, we've, you know, we've played it, we know about it, or we'll make stuff up about it. We're sitting here at the studio in Mom's basement. We got the microwave is plugged in for our lovely treats. The energy drinks are chilled. And there's plenty of bags of the triangular corn-based tortilla-type chips. Sorry, you didn't pay us, so you're not getting a plug. But now, let's move on to gaming. So... Let's start off simple. What are you playing now, Tommy? You got anything? Uh, I've been playing Fortnite and getting my ass kicked by a bunch of little 12-year-olds. Well. Uh, other than that, I've been playing tons of little dumb indie games because I'm pretentious. Oh, what, oh. what are some of them like, the indie games? Um, I just played this one from last year called A Hat in Time. That's basically like a nostalgia trip. It reminded me of Spyro. Um, if you remember that from oh God, yeah, way back in the day. <laughs> very old, uh, was it Sega game or Genesis? Uh, PS1, my first system. Oh, it system. was PS1, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was pretty fun. I played something called Darkest Dungeon. Amazing RPG. We'll go into that later. Rocket propelled grenade. We've, uh... That's, that... By the way, kids, if you don't know what a running <laughs> joke is, listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But I actually, Fortnite is something I kind of have a bug up my ass about. What the hell is with the myriad of these online games that people just latch on to for, it seems about a year, and then all of a sudden they just fade away into nothingness. And I, I have a feeling, because right now, if you go on YouTube and you look at some of the gamers, everybody's playing Fortnite. It's kind of made me not want to play it is that a wrong thing to say or you know it's not actually that fun if you haven't been playing it from the beginning like most of these games unfortunately right uh my theory my theory is that they noticed how successful overwatch was right Uh, like ah cartoony characters the kids seem to like this uh let's do it and oh you know what else is really popular uh PUBG. So let's just put those two things together, put it on the one console that doesn't have PUBG yet, and uh, bam, you get YouTube fodder that everyone can talk about for weeks and months, and it's still happening. Well, and that's what it is, and these days, I don't even read reviews of games with uh, all the YouTubers out there. You can see them play half the game before it's even released. I know the one guy I follow, he he's already played several uh, several minutes of the new, God, what is it? The new Assassin's Creed game. Uh, Assassin's Creed, what's the new one? Odyssey, or I, I think, but yeah, basically Odyssey, the Greek one, right? Yeah, where yeah. you can play as either the Greeks or the Spartans. So and, as long as you don't play as Michael Fassbinder. Oh, poor Mike. Sorry, yeah. Mike, if you're listening. Sorry, but I saw the snowman. You owe me about two hours of my life back. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the the modern online gaming, I think, issue. And like you said, you're getting your ass kicked by a bunch of 12-year-olds. I mean, and that's the reason I personally don't play online gaming, because, man, these kids, I I don't want to hear a 12- or 13-year-old talking about what they want to do to my mother while they're shooting me in the face from across the screen. I don't know. It just, 
Well, I had one at the comic store, and we had this one kid. He was really nice, but he was a little... I don't know what the word to say about him. He would live in his mom's basement. He was around 20. He used to wear a Spider-Man outfit under his clothes. And we're we're going, he's wearing the suit today. He's wearing the suit. (laughs) And he would talk about playing games. And there would be stuff I would get lost on. Oh, I did that in a day. We used to call him Stephen Hawking's. Why is that? <laughs> because he, he would just be one of those guys who's like can... little, and he would just go on about, come right up to you like that, and start talking about gaming and everything, and it's like, okay, we used to say he was going through black holes on his time off. He found on the computer one day how to hack into a game and get behind this, and it's like, well, what do you do? I work at Burger King. <laughs> oh, he doesn't work for the DOD? Never know. He he might, the, might have been a cover. He works for the king. Well, thank you. This is our last episode. Probably you're never going to hear from us again. <laughs> Anybody else hear a drone? Now, well, now I guess my question, Tommy, you can throw in on this. Where the hell did all this, do you think, start the whole massive online gaming? I remember what in the, I'd say early 2000s, I remember when I was in college, I remember I'm playing Quake. An Unreal Tournament. That was really the first kind of online games where you can play and yell at somebody down the hall about it. I would say Doom. Oh, good God. Going way back to Deathmatch. Uh, I would say Baldur's Gate. That's my, oh, my two my. beginning points of online gaming. That's and Because growing up, you know, Rob, you know, growing up the old school video games, damn it, we had 8 bits and we were damn glad well, to have them. Well, there are a couple. The first thing I remember were the scroll games. When you go on the computer, there was Zork. There were, like, at least three of them. And then there was an Indiana Jones one, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Rambo. There was a vampire one. And then what you did with them, there was no picture. It would be, you'd read. Yes, there was reading online. And you would type in the answer. And for one of the games... You got killed really soon because you had to remember, get out of bed. But interestingly enough, the first time I ever saw online games, and I think I was reading the magazine because there was an article on Malthusian economics I was interested in. Of course. It was a nudie game. And it had this guy looking like General Custer getting chased around while a lobster tried to cut his plums off. Yeah, the old that's the uh, one you always see of like the first X-rated video games like Leisure the, Suit Larry? No, it was uh, even pre that. It was I, like before it was, that. It was an old West style he game. He looked like George Custer. And he had the cowboy hat on, but he was revenge. He had a cowboy hat on, he was naked, and then there was the naked squaw, and I always remember there was always a cactus in the shot. See what I go to find pedantic articles. What happens to me though? Oh, yeah. We all just happen to know this game. It's not like it's been extensively played for a long time. No, by I never. Each of us. I never. Yeah, I yeah. actually never played it, but I do remember. You know, there were a lot of them it. based on movies and film because there was a Star Trek one, and you would travel around the universe, this different universe, meeting aliens. I used to shoot them with a phaser, even if they were peaceful for the heck of it, because I'm that kind of guy. Oh, that's the beauty. And there was no end though; it kept going around in a circle. But Zork was fun because Zork was like this mystical fantasy land and took you, I think Zork 3 took you to a place that was like, ah, you met unicorns. Who doesn't love unicorns? But if you did something wrong, for example, one time there was a well and I said, kick the bucket. They said, you died. And they didn't just let you start over. You had to start at the beginning. Well, that's, you know, an argument or not an, even an argument, a conversation I've had with a friend of mine about, you know, the kids today saying, oh, video games are so hard. No, they're not. When I was, you, you look at uh, Call of Duty, you can j- get shot 115 times. 
And all you have to do is duck behind a series of boxes, and all of a sudden, oh, my health regenerated. Well, Ratchet and Clank, which I really like, you Ooh, can. That's, that's fun. I just love it. You could die how many times, though, and come back? Or the Lego games, where I remember the Star Wars one, as R2-D2, I would fall in the fire pit all the time, hear the good, and just come back. Well, difficulty's all relative, though. Because if you're playing like a game like Ratchet and Clank, you're not playing for the difficulty. You're playing it to collect things mindlessly and be like, pretty colors and fun story. But uh, you definitely have to say like difficulty in Dark Souls. Yep, I said it. Oh, we God. made it this long without saying Dark Souls. Well, I'm no, because it. that's the ultimate rage, rage quit controller throwing game is good old Dark Souls because a lot of it just didn't. It didn't make sense physically. I mean, well, can, physics and video games. There's a few people out there. Could you explain what it's about? Could you explain the concept Here, of it a little it. bit? I because I got so pissed off at Dark Souls that I just stopped playing it. Okay, so Dark Souls is a game that aims to be hard, but the way it aims to be hard that people say is brilliant is that it surprises you constantly with things you can't predict is going to happen. So eventually you memorize the level, and you get okay at the decent combat system, and you beat the level. So it gives you the illusion that you are really good at the game, but in fact you just memorize the level. That's my opinion, an unpopular opinion, but well, and we're sticking to it. That's right. the problem. I never could figure out a pattern, but... I mean, but I guess there's a niche for that. Games are difficult just for the sake of being difficult. Well, it's like an old platformer to me. Like, I could probably play, like, half of the old Mario games by memory at this point. And it makes me feel like I'm really good at it. But, like, did I just memorize the level? I don't know. That's the gist of that, though, isn't it, for some of them? Once you find the pattern, you can just conquer it. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, to go back to the getting shot in the face 300 (laughs) times for Call of Duty, you look at old school Nintendo war games like Contra or Russian Attack and... Not Russian, Rush apostrophe N attack. And you get stabbed once, you die, and you start over at the beginning. But the thing is, you couldn't just rush in there, guns blazing, into a room with three enemies, because they were on a specific pattern. Like, But eventually you would learn that, like, okay, this guy, all he does is move from the boxes to the door, and back and forth, and that's all he does. But if you bust in the door, even if his back's turned, if he's not halfway away from you, he's going to turn around and shoot you in the ass. And then you're going to die. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pattern memorization, but it also kind of taught us stealth. Because we couldn't just rush in there like a bunch of idiots. Or you, you get shot. And there were no checkpoints. You get shot three feet from the exit. You start over at the beginning. Well, I remember Monster Hunter. There was a different problem where... I couldn't find the monster. It kept. It was like the eye. So of basically, Sauron. you failed the the basic premise of the game of the hunting I'm monsters. Sure. I couldn't find it. It's like the eye of Sauron. Look at me. It's the monster is closing in. Well, where is he? Where is he? Yeah. It's like, come on, get me, get me. Then his minions would kill me. It's like, come on, minions. It's like, are you behind me? No, I'm right in front of you. Like, Son of a. <laughs> or I couldn't kill him because I didn't have the right weapon, but I didn't have the money to get another weapon. But I had to kill him to get the money to get a weapon. It's like sort right. of like a paradox. Well, I, and the one thing, talking about Fortnite, what's the point of it? I mean, is it just random fighting and random violence and explosions and different, just playing constantly against people? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, th- there is a campaign mode, but I don't think anyone's ever played it ever in the history of recorded time. So it could just very well be if somebody goes into campaign mode, it's just the developers sitting like, what are you doing? Why <laughs> Go are you back here? to the other one. <laughs> Why are you here? I mean, I mean, seriously, I'm in my underwear right now. Why are you here? Has anybody played any of those sort of civilization games? Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. I remember all the Sid, I, the Sid Meier's games. 
the really Sims and all those. I remember because people overthrew me because I wasn't a very good leader, or like a king or whatever I was. They revolted. <laughs> the peasants were not uh, hungry. They were starving. It's like, how could he be his king? He doesn't have shit all over him. <laughs> yeah. He bathes once a year. My uh, my 65-year-old father, I got really into playing the Total War games. He's a big history buff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is a game when you could be a old medieval kingdom or Roman or something that you know you read about and reenact how you think it should go. And he just spends hours just playing. Like he has no, no – he did not have the experience we did growing up. He has no way to stop himself from playing these things for six-hour binges. You know, living living out managing systems. He he's probably he's probably logged in more time to Total War than reading at this point. But like those games, whew, I mean, talk about strategy. Th- those would be my go-to. I love Civilization, but there's something to be said about like micromanaging small battles and then going to like the big level and getting the manual the size of like the Bible. I mean. I enjoyed, Those are my I enjoyed one, and what it was, it was World War II game, and what you did was it was Battles of Stalin, Blagrad, Kursk, all the others, mm-hmm. and what you did was you had to lay out the strategy, then after you laid the strategy out, you pressed the button or whatever, and then you would see how you did in the battle. Mm-hmm. And my one friend who was the defense major and everything, he used to get wiped mm-hmm. out, which made you feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, hell, if he's going to be in control of us one day, what are we going to do? But then I had the ones where you were, this was Sparta, and you knew you were going to get beat at the Mofoli, but you saw how long you could hang off. And there's one called Space Spartans where you basically relived that battle in space where your one ship, you get blasted. And then eventually what happens is you can take off and flee. But then when they kill your control system, you're basically a sitting duck. Well, that's, I guess now another thing I've noticed is kind of like we've moved into the realm of the resource management game for the RPG Rocket Propel Grenade. I had to bring it back. You did, you did. You did it, and you're going to keep doing it. Until until me... people hunt me down with an actual RPG. I'll right? get them first. Don't worry, everybody. Um, well, I guess you look at... we got to talk about it. Minecraft. It was a huge thing. It took the world by storm, which, God forbid, I don't know why. But yes, I admit, I bought it. I played it. But there's no point to it. What what the hell is the point in playing a game that has no finish? Well, hold on. And don't there. bust out the Ender Dragon. I'm gonna bust out the Ender Dragon. The point of the game was to get to the Ender Dragon by you know monotonously doing a thousand tasks that you never could have discovered without going to the online wiki guide, and then uh, yeah, that's the point of the game. How did we play games before the internet and online? Online wiki games. I'm going to shoot guides. one out. I was talking to a librarian because I saw that she had a Minecraft tag around her neck. I was like, what do you play? Do you play this? Uh, why? And she said that it's a really fun thing for her to do because her family's all over the country. Somebody's in Florida. Somebody's in wherever. And that's a fun way for them to get together. So there is that, I guess. Well, and sadly, they're the exceptions rather than the rule for the online gaming thing because most of the time you're screaming at some little kid who's in China you know, zapping your ass and, you know, oh, I'm going to destroy you. And then it, and then you find out he's not even in high school. Well, one of my friends had this experience. He was playing Warcraft. And he's playing and somebody's on there with him. And he, the person with the, this person's around 40 or so. And then he hears, I have to go now. My mom's calling me. Dinner's ready. Well, to be fair, he may not necessarily have been a little kid. He, well, this one sounded like about 14, yeah. though. I just, I don't understand it. And I, it makes you, 
the one thing, actually, when we were in college, we used to play uh, the Madden games. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? Let's go online and see how good we are compared to other people. We would get somebody. We'd be beating the shit out of them. Then they'd pause the game and just walk away from their their console. Like, well, and we can't unpause it, so we're just sitting there. We're, we're, I've, I've never heard of that. Look, clearly, I haven't been playing games as long. There was online games where someone could pause the entire match. Yes, it was a, in the middle of like where our quarterback dropped back to pass. Right as he went to throw the ball, he paused the game. I but they they limited it. You know, uh, <laughs> I think is EA Sports. They limited the amount of time you could pause it to 15 minutes. I'm just imagining now with modern, like, you know, Battle Royale games, just, like, one kid just, like, pause, and then a hundred people just waiting, just, like, come on. What did you do, drink too much tea or something? No, because, he was, because he was losing 68 to nothing in the second quarter <laughs> because the Raiders were too much for him. Well, there were those alternative ones, too. There's the one game where you're the manager, you try to get hookers to go in the player's hotel room to get them before the game. Oh, God, Or the zombie teams where, like, I think there's a... Hockey one and a football one where you could play with zombies if parts are falling Sweet. apart. I remember the one where you could send the hookers and drugs to your opponent's hotel rooms. I can't remember what it was, but it was, yeah, you were just, it was a man, baseball managing simulator. Shockingly, though, I think Lawrence Taylor was on the cover of one of them for that. The hell you say. Sorry, Lawrence, please I don't, don't hurt us. I don't believe that, hurt though. Him. I don't believe it. But I think these came out of probably the RPGs. Art Rocket Propel Grenade? How they came out of like D and D and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So let's move. Let's shift to D and D. You ever, Tom? Did you ever play D and D? I've never played D and D. What do you think of D and D? I think it's the what created all the other things I like to play. Okay. Well, I mean, whenever you think of D and D, you you conjure up an image. Well, we are in a basement right now in well, someone's mom's house. So you, you leave this. You, you yeah, but you think about the guy sitting there in their wizard hat. Well, we had, I could tell, we had from. Well, the we com- are in wizard hats from the comic book and store. Yes. Mm-hmm. From the comic book store, those are the people we looked at as nerds. We're talking about is Wolverine tall enough in the movie? No, he's a couple inches too tall. We're talking about minutiae, like on. <laughs> Page four, Fantastic Four twenty five. Reed shows he can do this. Yeah, but then those you guys get, are nerds. Then you get some guy come in talking about a twenty sided die. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? But I had the one funny story I found out about that was I found out about a guy who was trolling the online D anD D, and what he would do was he would be a monk gnome. Yes, he was a monk gnome. And because he was three feet tall, he'd bite people on the ankles or punch them in the ghoulies. <laughs> and that's what he would do the whole game. But they finally somehow chucked him off or something. I, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, granted, I look at Dungeons & Dragons as something, it could be interesting. I've read the old school, I can't even remember what version it was, of the Dungeon Master's Handbook or the Dungeon Guide or whatever the hell it was called. But I guess, Rob, you know, it's based off of a good Dungeon Master who's basically... It really being... is. It probably involves telling a story, so whatever the... But I just one time heard somebody say to me, I'm a Dungeon Master, and okay, I started laughing... A little, but I guess that that's who it is. You have to tell the story. That's the kind of game it is, and you go from there and you roll the die or whatever. I guess. I, 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 I mean, you I saw guess. the. You're the one who always saves everybody from watching these. You saw the movie, didn't you? Oh God, yes, yes. I've seen the the movies. Didn't have, there were no dice that I can or were there? I don't even remember. That's how bad. Do it you was. remember anybody who was in them? Or? No. And this, this, ladies and gentlemen, begin begins a new chapter of this movies that we've watched, so you don't have to. <laughs> so no Dungeons and Dragons. No, no, just ignore it. Just don't watch that one. But I remember they actually had, I think, an Xbox game. 
dungeon. Yeah, no, in television. Before. I remember that. It was did, anybody, did, they, did anybody see the Warcraft movie? Yes. How was it? I thought it was very good. Really? Yes, I actually I thoroughly enjoyed it. It did terrible here, but in like China, it like like earned like a billion dollars. It was nuts. So it must have been good. Yeah, and that's the thing. It doesn't matter how it does it here. You know, Down Periscope didn't do well here, but I think it's one of the funniest movies yeah, ever. Nor made. I think did Crawl. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I wonder about that. Why that didn't do well? Yeah, you you mean the fact that you have giant megastars now like Robbie Coltrane and. Liam Neeson, who are background characters. Well, the one thing, if any of you ever suffer through it, Krull is the planet. That's why it's called Krull. We finally figured that out. I thought Tommy was Krull. Oh. I don't know what Krull is. You're, you're, you're not missing much. No, right. I don't. You, you're glad. It's one of those things. Don't look it up afterwards or yes. anything else. And, uh, there you go, folks. Another of the movies we watch, so you don't have well, to. One of the games, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this, but it came out around the same time as D&D. And it was called Call of Cthulhu, which is based on the H.P. Lovecraft characters. And one of the funny parts about it was my mom was going to get it for me for Christmas. And she didn't know I was home. She's trying to call a uh, store online to get it. And she couldn't say Cthulhu. So she's, uh, C-T-H. I go, it's the Dark Lord. But it was kind of neat. It had to die again. But the, the whole idea of it, it was worth getting for the book if you were a Lovecraft fan because it had all the characters. But the idea was sanity points. It's like listening to the, our podcast. How much sanity do you lose if you could make it to the How end of the How much sanity do you have asylum? if you stumbled on us in the first place? That's a big part of, uh, by the way, Darkest Dungeons. Sanity points. Check it out if you haven't yet. Oh, I definitely maybe uh, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, let's go to another of the indie gaming things. Speaking of sanity points, look, Amnesia. Ooh. That was a uh, explain again for those who have forgotten about Amnesia. Amnesia. It started off. I don't even remember when it started off. But Darn, basically, you didn't get my pun. <laughs> forgot about Amnesia. Oh, I, I forgot. Oh, no. I RPG. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Save that one. Saving throw. Saving throw! No, Amnesia was kind of a... I wouldn't call it a dungeon crawler, per se, because it really wasn't. But basically, you're a character who, yes, has amnesia, and he's trying to go through and piece back together what had happened to him. And you have to... And you're dealing with monsters, and if you're in the dark too long, you start to lose your sanity. So you have to either... Move into the light, as it were, literally move into the light, or hold up your lantern or drink. What the hell was the anti-insanity potion? Was that the la- the laudanum or coffee? Well, it was some right some ancient, you know, thing you would go to the apothecary for. Sort of like Memento or Life on anyway. Mars or anything, or something like that. A little bit. Yeah, and that's all. And it's it's the one thing that I always appreciated about Amnesia. It's creepy. It's got a creepy atmosphere, a very creepy vibe. That and brings something to mind, actually. Uh, one, one of the things, I played a couple games where there was this creep factor to them where I don't want to turn the lights off in the house, the wind's blowing outside. Is there anything you played like that? Um, well, I'm thinking about Amnesia here. Come on. And uh, they had another game come out that I actually liked more than Amnesia, and that's a, it's an unpopular opinion, but it was called Soma. It was really awesome. Oh, from the Huxley novel, I think Soma was the thing that was the happy pill in the Huxley novel. 
eh, yeah, it has nothing to do with that. This one was like kind of like a, a mind torture. Like that's the kind of like horror games I like to play. The ones that like the more you think about it, you're more like, oh, oh my god. And like the basic premise was that uh, this guy had a brain scan, and he became basically like the template in like programming for brain scans. So when anybody wanted to like test like a human brain scan or whatever, they just send this guy's consciousness into something. So that ends up, you know, obviously not to give away the whole game making some pretty crazy stuff happen towards the end of the world when all programming's going nuts. It's and like you're Philip K. Dick wrote a game. <laughs> oh. You've been to, Zach, you've been to Silent Hill, haven't you? The real place? Isn't it kind of scary? It's going to be scary. No, I never actually did there, but they did for, you know, to reference the movie as well. They also, they based uh, Silent Hill off of a town of uh, Centralia, Pennsylvania, which is in the northern, the northern part of the state. And it's an old coal mining town, long since almost. Well, it's not officially abandoned because they have ten people that still held out to get uh, to stay there because they're we're not leaving. This is our home. We ain't doing shit. But there's a coal fire that's been burning under it for I think up to this point it started in the 1960s, and they projected it's going to go on for another 300 years. It's like one of those creepy towns. What was that again? Movie we watched so you didn't have to. Was it Population Four? 35, where you oh. go to the town. We've been to some of those towns where let's, we better get out of here before sundown. Yes, for working, we've done that. But, but okay, now we've we talked a lot about, you know, the video game, and let's switch to a little, because we talk, uh, mentioned briefly board games. Board games, you remember from childhood. Hey, I still play them. Okay, what do you cool. got? Uh, I'm a big fan, going back to the resource management of Settlers of Catan. Uh... I really like, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on its name. It's the one with the trains. Uh, build like a train across Europe. Got really popular. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, Not Forge of Empires. There was an online one. No. God, I'm drawing a blank too. Anybody out there, Randomites, as always, we don't know everything. Look it up and tell us. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing. I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. And I've been really enjoying, and it's not quite a board game, but all, all those like goofy card games that keep coming out, like you know, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, what's your meme? Are you into magic at all? Uh, I haven't played that many cards. I, I probably stopped around Pokemon in like 1998 was the last card Did game Did you I do played. the Pokemon crawl at all? <laughs> I used to see them. I used to hang out one place on South Avenue. We'd see people walking around at 3 in the morning going, what are they doing? It was yeah. that Pokemon thing. Yeah, what was it? Pokemon Go? Oh, the yeah. one on your phone where people would just wander into... Walk off cliffs. Yeah, they would walk on the train. Tra- yeah, the train tracks. Or walk into the middle of a drug deal. It's like you guys seen Snorlax around? <laughs> I saw a guy. I was getting gas on by the one bar there on Goodman, and there's a guy walking. It's like three in the morning again. What are you doing? Well, I know. I, I heard stories about some businesses. They would actually create themselves kind of as a. A Pokemon hotspot just to get Ooh. people to come into the store. I mean, that's brilliant. It is. But Settlers of Catan, I never played it. I mean, what? what's the, what is it? I mean, it started as a board game, but then it moved to the online thing. Oh, I didn't know I had an online thing. Yeah, I mean. I know what I'm doing later. Yeah, they, there's online Settlers of Catan, but I never actually played What's the basic gist of the board game? The basic gist of the game is that you have to collect a certain number of resources to build up 
cities and or roads and or many other objectives that are called like victory points, right? Ooh. And you get a certain number of victory points for basically building up your little civilization and you win. So it's awesome. Now my brilliant, brilliant game idea, my million dollar idea, I'm giving it to all of you out there. Send me the check when you make millions off of it. Patent pending. All right. Combine Settlers of Catan with Risk. And then all of a sudden you have Age of Empires, the board game. That's all I'm saying. It would just be a brilliant, you know, gather resources. Now attack Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's, that's, it's pretty fun. You're on your way to owning your own private jet because of this. You're welcome. And that's another one. Risk. We played drinking risk in college. You mean diplomacy? <laughs> no, because we actually got shit accomplished. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but the drinking risk. But risk is... It was just fun, and I don't even remember how the rules for drinking risk went for some odd reason. But all I know is, if you had Australia, you never lost. Yep, build up, build up, and I repeat, build up Southeast Asia, and then never move. <laughs> I used to play some of the war games too. There was one called Battle of Britain, which was one of the weirdest solitaire ones. That was a fun one. Avon Hill, it's a gaming company. It's still around. Look it up sometime. Avon Hill, it's like Avon. They have tons of games like that, all kinds of sports games, board games. And what about Monopoly? Well, Monopoly, I, I've never actually played a game of Monopoly to completion. I don't think anyone has. It's always called hit the board to the ground when Grandma always uh, makes you go into bankruptcy like three times. Yeah. Ha ha, I've got, what's the expensive one, Park Place? I would get Baltic. I was the slums. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, put 17 houses on uh, Baltic Avenue and nobody... Nobody thought anything of it, but oh, if you own Boardwalk, oh, he's going to win the game. Baltic, oh, Puh. like oh, yeah, oh whatever. Right. Here's your four dollars. You're going to jail. Should do a nice updated version of Monopoly when Boardwalk's underwater. Well, they have a lot of now. They have how many of them? They always oh, have themes. There's Jesus. Doctor Who. Yeah, there's Doctor Who Monopoly. There's Rochester Monopoly. Yeah, most major cities have their own Monopoly game. When I was at the, um, the Mob Museum in Las Vegas, they had Mobopoly. I, I'm not lying. I, I seen it. Yeah, it was the mafia-based Monopoly game. That doesn't even make sense because all you'd have to do is park at the business and it's like, use the bad if you don't want to pay. No, because oh. I think all of them were called legitimate business. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> your, your social Gentlemen's club, social club, and legitimate business. Oh. Every three blocks. <laughs> Teddy bar. That's a lot of sugar bar, you have in restaurant. here. Yeah. That's a lot of sugar. It's like, oh, I didn't know you were in the donut business with all the powdered sugar on the table. <laughs> But on the actually, and then I remember one that I really liked, uh, a Monopoly offshoot called, uh, I think it was Star Star Quest or Goddamn, I had Star the, Wars Monopoly. No, it was actually Monopoly, but it was in outer space. So you would go around and you would buy planets. It'd be fun to see what like the arbitrary like value assigned to the solar system is. It's like ah, oh, the first thing for yeah. Baltic Avenue is like Mercury. It's like, yeah, it's oh, like oh, I just bought Ganymede for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Pluto's been downsized because it's not a planet yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You bought belt. you bought Pluto and then it became a non-planet. Right. <laughs> it's like oh, uh, well. So basically, what you're saying is Pluto is the intergalactic version of Enron. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened to poor Charon? Then he was a planetless moon. I don't know. What I don't know. There you go, Internet. If that's what you got, if if you know what's happened to the moon of Charon, let us know. Well, he's still there. He's just, where's my yeah. planet? Yeah, but what's the status of it now? Well, wasn't Ghidorah from Planet X behind there or something? Oh, the the mystical planet that, yeah. I'm going to say Siamese planets. New term. You're welcome. Siamese planets? Mm-hmm. Well, could be. 
It's a good one. What was the most expensive planet, though? I think it was probably Earth. No, 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 no. We're going to leave this place terrible. Let's, uh, let's do some speculation. I'm going to say Titan off of Jupiter. It's uh-huh. moon where they're always saying there's going to be aliens. That's my boardwalk right there. Or maybe just Saturn because of the rings. Or we could be jerks and say the sun. You own the sun, you own everything. True. Mm, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Or Mars, you could make Mars bars. Oh, get out. And I'm going to go way too deep into this. What would be the trains? Like, what would be the rail lines here? Are those like the asteroid belts, the comets? What are we doing here for well, rail lines? Oh, it'd have to be the, the belt lines. You know, the, the Van Allen belt, the Ooh. Kuiper belt. The Kuiper belt. Perfect, perfect. I thought it was the, the Kuiper pass. Mm. Or you just ride an asteroid, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's mm-hmm. got to be some sort of intergalactic... Oh, my God, have we tangented? No, we haven't. No, no this is true. perfect for a random show, right? That's, that's true. One thing I was going to talk about, have the reefer madness moment, addiction to some of these games. Now, you talked about playing for, like, six hours. Oh, yeah. I have got one where a friend of mine, well, used to be a friend because I haven't seen him in six years, he started playing Warcraft. Fine, whatever. He's playing Warcraft. We used to go out on Friday nights. So I'm coming in a little while. Coming in a little while, call him up. I'm in a major battle. Huh? And then one time we went out for Indian food. He's shouting all over. He's like, here's the money. I got to go get caught speeding going home. That might have not been because of the Warcraft is all I'm saying. Maybe I get the, <laughs> you're the one story about football. Well, when I was in, when I was in college, my roommate and I were going to watch the Monday night football game, which I think it started at 9, 9.30. And he was playing, it was either StarCraft or WarCraft. And I was like, hey, dude, the game's about to start. Okay, yeah, let me just finish up this campaign and I'll be right there. So I'm watching the game, halftime. He's still, you know, jerking around at the computer. Game ends, he still hasn't turned around, hasn't moved, other than, you know, to look back and forth on the screen. Well, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to bed and he's like, okay, I'm ready for the game. Like, man, the game ended like two and a half hours ago. Oh, well, I can play more video games then. <laughs> and, and it's become a problem. Like, you hear these stories about people that played games for, like, 50 hours straight and then died. Oh. It's it's sad, but, you know, and people want to blame the game, but it's no. not the game's fault. They're not telling you. Addiction will be found wherever there's an addictive personality. That That's all that is. If it wasn't one thing, it would be something else. That's that's what I believe. Well, I found that out a couple times when I was really big into playing Ghost Hunters for a while. I'd be up to be 5 in the morning and I didn't realize it. Just a little more. I'm getting so close. I'm getting so close. And I realized. <laughs> I started playing sports games because they had an end. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's going into the fourth overtime. Come on. Yeah. That's actually the reason I started playing Fortnite recently. It's because I went back to school. Getting a good old masters, I know, I know. Um, and I was just like, oh, I can no longer be playing these games that I'm up till midnight. I need something when it's like over in five minutes. So there is the appeal of a shooter. That's what my appeal for playing sports games because the game yep. is over. But then, of course, yep. you get into, well, I'll do the whole season. <laughs> well, and if I play a shooter, it's over in a lot less than five minutes. Because I'm one of those people, I don't agree with blocking, I don't agree with stealth, and I don't agree with hiding. <laughs> so if I play a fighting game, I'm not going to block. So you're the guy that like sprints into the middle of the crowd and gets shot down in five seconds? That'd be me. Awesome. Or like when I used to play Street Fighter. Ooh. People are like, oh, you got to block. No. No blocking. I'm a seven-foot-tall Russian man. I'm not going to block. What I do is I always hit kick, 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 low kick, low kick, low kick, low kick, until the match is over. Oh, God, you're one of those people? 
But I've played enough of those people. All right. Well, on the uh, the Fortnite thing, what about the hopping people? You always see those people that all they do is jump up and down. Uh, they s- look annoying as hell. I'll sadly say it comes You're- from the YouTube. You like like you try to get good at the game, so go to YouTube. It's what all the kids are doing, right? You watch this, and they always recommend the same things. They say, keep jumping, get really good at building, do all this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, they're, they're pretty much right. It's not your traditional shooter, so... <laughs> well, that's what it is, because we used to play just multiplayer when we were in school, Halo. And we would Heck get yeah. it, And we would get into the just the combat mode, and it would just be the four of us, and we'd walk around shooting, shooting each other in the face with sniper rifles from across the board. Blood Gulch, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. But then you see online videos of people, and they'll be running around. There's just that one asshole. He's just jumping up and down, but he's got a rocket launcher. <laughs> so as soon as he jumps up, he just pipes down a rocket, kills everybody. Or you get these monstrously overpowered guns, and they just stand They stand with their back against the wall and just zzz, cut people in half. Like one of my friends, her son is really, really good at Halo, and she sent me a video of him. And he gets a hold of one of these monster weapons, just walks into a room and just cuts everybody down. Awesome. It's like, okay, that's pretty awesome, but how do you feel if you're on the other end of that? Like, son of a bitch, he got the gun again. (laughs) It becomes just a race for the super weapon. Yeah, that's definitely a big flaw. It's like the old James Bond game. We used to rush in for the the golden golden gun. gun. There was one where it started out, James Bond gets killed, and you're the agent who replaces him. Oh, Jimmy Bond, his brother. <laughs> but I remember that because it starts off, you're not even Bond, he gets off. Then it's up to you to take over the mission. Nope. I'd be screwed. Why? It's, it's fun, though, kind of. It's, no, but I mean, yeah, that would be cool. But what's the point? It's a James Bond game and you're not James Bond. Right. So it's like, it's not a James Bond game. It's a spy game. It's being marketed as James Bond. <laughs> right. I guess one more thing I want to bring up. Are anybody into the racing games? You know, Forza, no burnout, stuff like that. One of my problems is I would get motion sick trying to play them. But I would. I'd well, just watch them, sort of, especially one of them called Night Driver. Going, okay, it's called Vomit Driver on the side of the road. The way it's going to get all sweaty. The closest I come to any of those games is I'm a big Twisted Metal fan. That's about oh, it. Oh, Twisted Metal, yeah. And then there's Mario Kart. Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi's fun. I used to Back play that the, like old dream, the old Dreamcast days. Uh, I think I had that for my GameCube for some reason. Yeah. But, yeah. And just remember, folks, the good thing about Crazy Taxi, soundtrack provided by The Offspring. Yep. One of the first things that got me into punk. <laughs> oh, it was? Yeah, no, seriously. Mm-hmm. The, the soundtrack for Crazy Taxi is pretty much every Offspring song imaginable up to that point in time. Like, forever associated in my uh, brain for that game is I always hear, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't even know what song that is by I them, think that's but... the one they use in the commercial, too. Oh, the, yeah. The most I drove around with for a game was Grand Theft Auto. Ooh, yes, yes. There was one that it was even sicker than that. Did you ever play Manhunter? Oh, God, I was that hoping was you would bring up Manhunter. See the movie The Purge. So you go around beating the hell out of people, killing a guy in a toilet. You can kill a guy with a plastic bag. Is this some kind of, like, proto... Um... Uh, what's the what's the one Saints Row? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I remember it was banned if in a see, lot of countries. If you ever see at the top of the picture of it's a guy with a hood over his head, and you go around, put a plastic bag over somebody's <laughs> oh, head, God. find a guy in a toilet, kill him. Yeah, it was it was banned from I think most of Europe banned it. 
That sounds like Postal. You guys ever heard of that game? No. Okay. Postal. So, so Postal was this like incredibly racy game. Like we're not in PC territory. Please don't get triggered. Um, and it was like made in like the early like 2000s, and then they made like a second one. And literally, it's like the things you could do is like pee on passerbys and like oh my god, hot women. And no, really I do remember that. Couldn't wasn't that the one you could like. You could use a cat as kind of like a mach- of a bazooka, and you squeeze it, and stuff flew out of their ass. Exactly, that would be the okay. One. I do remember seeing somebody <laughs> on YouTube playing that. Yeah, it was it was not a good one. Yeah, like you could just walk by and just piss on somebody. Oh, what are you doing? And then they'd run away because you pissed on them. Not mm-hmm. as bad, but there was a Terminator game online. You could play either John Connor or the Terminator. All I would do would be the Terminator and go around running old ladies through storefronts with my car. Ooh. It was Ooh. just like random acts of violence. So you were you were the person in Grand Theft Auto that would go get the hooker and then kill the hooker and take your money back. <laughs> a lot of that baseball. Oh, we bat. all did that. Yeah. Oh, you just beat the poor person to death with a baseball bat for eight dollars. Oh, a lot of them you had to go do the thing, beat somebody up. My favorite thing ever to do in any of the Grand Theft Autos is that whenever they like uh, must have been the fourth one or maybe even before that. Uh, when they had, like, if you got out, if you took a car and they'd run back and try to get in the car, but if you timed it just right, you could start dragging them on the handle. Ooh. Yeah. Stephen Hawking's guy talked about somehow in a Grand Theft Auto, he found a way to hack into it where he got back to a different game from a different period of that. How the hell? I, it was Stephen Hawking's right there. He, he does work trying for to the describe DLP. him. I don't know whatever happened to him. No, the only... He's ruling a small country somewhere right now. Yeah. For Micah. He's actually starting his own universe like Tron. Mm. Oh, boy. You know, that's the sad part. He probably is. There's a Tron game. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. There's a game for everything. I think there was an arachnophobia game, if I remember correctly. That sounds like the most unfun game ever. I remember the Jaws Nintendo game. That you nobody, No, no. it would. Oh, well, the Jaws game, basically, you go out, and then you, you hop in the water, and you have to shoot... Little, I think it was rays and jellyfish, and you collected conch shells. And just then, like the movie. Yeah, and then it was just a back and forth. The scenery never changed, and all of a sudden, a little baby shark would come in, and you'd have to kill it with your spear gun. Then the level would be over. Then you'd go on to the next one. The shark would be a little bigger. Then it would be baby shark again, and it would be bigger shark again, then baby shark. And then you got to the point where you fought Jaws. You had to... Somehow on the sailboat you had depth charges or cannonballs and you just pump them out of there and just blow the shit out of this shark and then it pops up and you have to ram it with the uh, the broken masthead. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you ever played those hunting games? I think Cabalus did them. You oh, yeah. To, I used to drive hunter. the Jeep into the water all the time. Of course you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, I remember. It's like Big Trophy Hunter, Big Buck Hunter or... That, like, standard, like, country bar game when you walk in. Yeah, it was either that or Golden Tee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've never heard of that one. It's Golden Tee, the golf game. I never played that one. Yeah, it's just basically with the the trackball and just, you know, push it up to, like, a thousand miles an hour. Oh, I've seen variants of that. Yeah. I've seen variants, but I haven't seen that one. You know, in my mind, there was always three arcade games I saw growing up in the 90s that was in, like, every gosh darn establishment. Okay, let's... It was Tekken. The third one. All right. Right? It was Area 51. Oh, God. I put eh, so eh. much money into Area 51. The Simpsons, like, brought, like, uh, I don't know what it was, but it was, like, the Simpsons when you could be each one of the family, and it was basically Ninja Turtles. Oh. Eh, eh. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, th- those were the three. Like, everywhere I went, I always remember seeing one of those games, and I always would lose so many quarters. <laughs> I actually thought of a question about that. What's one game you've seen like that that you've never seen before or since? Because for me, it was at Olympic Park, used to have an arcade. There was a game with the leprechaun. You could to steal me gold before the movie. I've never <laughs> seen it before or since ever. Well, for me, it was... I th- it wasn't Time Splitters. It was, I think, Time Warriors. And you could be... It was a fighting game, but you could be like a caveman. Cool. Or a mantis creature from the future, or a samurai, or a knight. And you could cut off the arms. Ooh, neat. And then it was an instant win if you somehow managed to cut off their head. You know... Like, I- time Killers, I think it was called. But I've never seen it anywhere else other than the arcade cabinets. Whew, man, I was about to say Clay Fighters, but I don't think that was an arcade game. I think that was just like a crappy Super Nintendo game. It's close but, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember that you ever, one. Clay Fighters you ever see, like, You ever go into a dollar store or something, you see these big rip-offs like Mountain Dew will be Fountain Mist. Yeah. There's some of these arcade <laughs> games. There's like all these arcade games, if you look from their rip-offs of more popular games, just with the name changed a little. Like Space Invader would be Strange Invaders or something. Yeah, or Space Conquerors. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I've been playing Man Pack for hours. Yeah, Astro- oh, wait. Asteroid was Meteor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, remember that. Like those are a lot of those. Man I remember there was one. Yeah, I know. I just thought of that. That, uh, <laughs> I don't think I would want to eat. That was a different kind of bar. I don't want to eat in that game. <laughs> no, those are, I remember those. I haven't been, I used to go to Time Out all the time by the mall. I'd blow so many quarters there. Now, what are they now? A dollar to a game? If you can find them. Well, I found like some of those games at bars, if you press them the right way, I'm not telling you this, folks. If you could just press it the right way, you could play it for free. <gasps> You're cheating that establishment out of a quarter. Well, they cheated me out of many dollars. Yeah, exactly. They cheated me out of hundreds of dollars for booze. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost brilliant that arcades completely, you know, went out of fashion after consoles took over, PCs, whatever. Now they're back in fashion because they found the only way to trick people into wasting all their quarters again is to get them incredibly drunk. And now Dave and arcades Busters. are back. Yep. I, That's what we, I remember when I worked at a bar, we had one of those games there with 300 games. People would line up at Oh, yeah. Especially after a couple drinks. It was as, as somebody once described Dave and Busters, it's uh, the Chuck E. Cheese for grown-ups. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a police station where the arcade used to be in the mall now. Huh. I don't think there is one anymore. <laughs> Wait. Wait, the arcade turned into a police station? Yeah, you go That's in now. a very odd change. I, yeah. I went over and I looked. Wait a second. Is it a new game? Is it a role-playing game? <laughs> oh, you bad in the mall? Did <laughs> you throw litter? It's the ultimate role-playing game. But you yeah, could, because Time Out, when I was simulator. a kid, Time Out was one of those things. Go, I lived by the mall. We'd go down there, pull all my Paperboy money, go play games. There you go. Paperboy. you line game. up. You'd be a pro. Was... you put your quarter on there with somebody who's playing. Oh, Get yeah. The, there. I got next game. <laughs> you, you ain't got next game. <laughs> but something a little different is I, for a while, I really played pinball a lot. Nobody oh. plays it anymore. Pinball, I remember, real quick story, as we wrap it down because it's been a while since we've played video games and I'm feeling itchy. But uh, there was this pizza joint down the road from where my mom lives. And we're in there, me and my dad are in there waiting for the pizza. They had a pinball machine. I don't even remember which one it was. But a guy comes in and he's like, hey, is this thing tilt on you much? He had this some bitch on two legs. He was just rocking this damn machine and it never tilted. Like, but other ones, if you looked at it, tilt, 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 and then End of, like, come end of game. on, I know. I didn't even move. I coughed. Yeah. With the, the Pinball Hall of Fame 
in Las Vegas. That is cool. And you can actually play all the machines. I played a pinball game from like the 1950s in there. If you want a funny one, you ever played the online pinball? Yes. That's wacky. Yes, I did. You did, really? No, I really did. I played like 17 classic ones or something. Well, they have a lot of the old classic video games that are now online. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, they've brought, you know, through... um, Emulators. Yeah, emulators and now even these consoles... That you can buy with 300 games programmed into them. Well, I remember in the day with Atari, and this is before graphics, everything caught up. They would do a game like Asteroid, Centipede. You look at it, this is not the video game. It'd be completely different. Yeah. Just Space Invaders was the same. Because what is that? A bunch of little guys walking back and forth. Yeah. You leave leave Gattaca out of this. Oh, Gattaca. There was a little handheld. Remember the handhelds? Yes. The Tiger games. No. They were yep. all exactly the same. It was side-scrollers, and it was all exactly the same. You had three moves. You could run, punch, or kick. And you'd get to the one side, and then the next level, you'd go back to the other side. And then you'd back. And yeah. I, had a, I had the Batman one. The well, Batman I, I had a Superman one, which was so easy, because you had to do a bunch of basic missions. You'd fly around. Superman would look like a squiggly blue and red line. That's how bad the graphics were. And you just go around. I used to time how fast I could do it. It was simple. Yeah. That's why Superman, he's no good. He doesn't have any good villains or anything else. He blows. I'm sorry, but that's an episode for another day because I have my feelings on Superman. Tommy, closing thoughts? What do you got? Uh, What do you want to impart the people with? I think the greatest game of all time that everyone has to play is Tamagotchi. Go back to 1995, get a tiny, crappy uh, keychain handheld, and that's the pinnacle of gaming. My sister had one of I those. I think you can it find died. those nowadays. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, they're back. What's the word now? Everything retro, retro again. It's like RPGs. Retro. I have a couple. I'll charge you 100 bucks a piece. Email me. There you go. You're at it. Find us <laughs> you, on our website. Yeah, you find, find us on the website. We're on iTunes. We're on Spreaker. We're on the face, the book of face. We're on everywhere. Maybe pretty soon. Would you want to be in it if we're a video game or an online game? I played Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people. And nobody wants to look at me. That's why we play yeah. those games, so we could stay away. <laughs> you know what? If you send another $100, I'll play against you online in Fortnite. Hey, there you go. Make you feel good. Yeah, you What's your gamer your... tag there if you want? If you dare share it? Oh, uh, I think it's Popcorn Nachos. Yep, it's that bad. No, that's good, uh, actually. I'm stunned at a yeah, loss. I'm the one one time after a little bout of the imbibing, he had donuts dipped in peanut butter and pickles. Oh, my so. God. But on that note, <laughs> I guess that's going to popcorn nachos. Think about that one. Try to digest it both mentally and physically. And I guess that's going to do it here for us at Carnival of Randomness. Thank you to our sponsor once again, Upsitnik and Associates. Find them on Facebook, O-P-S-I-T-N-I-C-K, for good legal advice. Working to you from the Supreme Court to Alaska, all points in between. Thank you once again, Tommy, for sticking around. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. For God's sake, I don't know why you didn't run away after the first one, but for me, for Tommy, for Rob. Game over. Game over. And remember one thing, ladies and gentlemen. RPGs. Rocket propelled grenades. Jesus saves, Lemieux scores on the rebound. And that be that.